<laughs> hey, it's Alice Keller. <laughs> and I'm Mike Harding. Gross. This is a fantastic voyage. Well, hey, if it isn't the old, the oldest, reliablest podcast on the internet, the Film Testy Voyage, we were talking about films, talking about voyages, mostly films, though. What do you know? Hey, I've been on so many voyages. Mike, what's your favorite voyage? I'm for sure, I like Leif Erikson's voyage. That was pretty good. Or Amerigo, Amerigo Vespucci. That was a fun voyage. Am I right? Leif Erikson actually was told by another person where the New World was. Eric the Did Red. Did you know that? Or uh, what? Uh, one of those two. Leif Erikson, Eric the Red, they're both... Whoever it was first, whoever yeah. the first one was, I think it was Leif Erikson though. He was told no, by Eric the Red was first because Eric's son, son uh, of Eric. Okay, well Eric the Red was told by this dude named Bjarni Harjolfsson where the New World was, and why no one credits Bjarni Harjolfsson with finding the New World is because he didn't set foot on it. He was going from one place to another. He looked off in the distance. He's like, "Hey, haven't seen that before." And then when he went back <laughs> to Norway, <laughs> he told Eric the Red. True story. Yeah. Also, I like to imagine that he was just like, hey, that guy's kind of a dick. Just whatever. Forget him. Oh, Bjarni? Yeah. Yeah, dude. I always, I wonder, it's interesting to me because, you know, there's always this, like, oh, I'm going to erase you from the history books. No one will ever know your name. I wonder how many people in history have actually been erased <laughs> from history books. You ever wonder that? It's probably happening constantly. Well, I want like it's well. It depends on how good the records are, really. But I do like nowadays. It'd be harder considering how many records are kept. But like right. back in the ancient days, I wonder how many titans of history have been, you know, lost in the sands of time. Oh, I'm sure plenty, because you know how it is, right? You only hear the history of uh, the winners. Yeah, or so. people with really good records, or people with really good records. But how often does that happen? It depends. The Romans had good records. Impeccable records, you might say. <laughs> um, well, with that said, Alex, hey, everybody, welcome to the Filmtastic Voyage. Um, we're having some fun, as you can see. Speak for yourself. <laughs> uh, we're here to talk movies, so um, let's get the first caller on the line. Uh, no. Uh, uh, hi, uh, this is Alex. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to say I uh, I saw uh, Princess Mononoke recently, and it was pretty good. Okay, bye. All right. Uh, hey, that was Alex. Out of, uh, thanks uh, for calling, Alex. Uh, that was really interesting. <laughs> uh, never call here again. <laughs> um, Alex, now let me ask you. What are some highlights? What are some? Uh, what have you been up to? What have you been getting into? I actually did watch Princess Mononoke recently, um, just because I watched Spirit Away because I was bored, and then I was like, "Man, that Hayao Miyazaki makes good shit. Might <laughs> as well does. watch this other movie I haven't seen in eight years." So I watched it again. That movie is good shit. There are quite a few of those movies of his that I have not seen. Like, um, let's see. I can, yeah. just, I can list them if you want. 
So, Go ahead, list some. Okay, so there's Nausicaa, The Valley of the Wind, which like... I haven't seen it. See, that's the one that no one ever seems to see. Nope. Even though it's really good. Uh, and The Castle in the Skies, after that. Nope, haven't seen it. Totoro? Yes. Okay, saw Totoro. Kiki's Delivery Service, you saw that one? Oh. It's, it's about a witch. Yes. Flies around. You know, I, I remember what it's... Uh, I Yeah, I think I did see that one. Mm, all right. You seem, if, I, I, seem, I, I feel like I was, like, really young when I probably. saw that. Probably. That, yeah. was, that was, like, one of the earlier movies, Ghibli movies, to make it across to America. Yeah. Spe- fun aside, I remember they advertised that movie in front of Disney movies, and as a little kid, I was trained to ignore those that shit because it was always like it was also advertising <laughs> for like actual legitimate garbage directed directed vhs movies oh yeah like like you know like oh like the airbud sequel you've always wanted yeah. like, like they throw it in front of some like in front of, like toy story or some other real movie i'm trying to watch Are you so, talk- like on vhs on vhs right? yeah and so i'd watch yeah yeah you know whatever movie on vhs and it was like kiki's delivery service like get this fucking shit out of my face <laughs> And nowadays, I realize what a fool I was. You for... just took the VHS cover and threw it at your, you threw it at your dad. And... Well, why would, why would I? Why would I mean, get like, this fucking well, shit the, the, the out movie, of my face? The actual movie was like Toy Story Two. It just had an advertisement for Kiki's Delivery Service. Yeah, so I'm not gonna not watch Toy Story Two. You kidding me? <laughs> um. Anyways, Porco Rosso. You seen that? Yes. Okay. That was uh Michael Keaton voiced. Yeah. For the dub. Uh, the dub was made um, when Disney acquired the distribution rights, so that was probably in the oh, mid two thousands. That sounds about right. Uh, and Jean Reno did the French version. Oh. Um, and then uh, Princess Mononoke. You seen that? Uh, yes, that was the first movie where I'm like, oh, I'm watching a Studio Ghibli movie, and this is amazing. Like that's the first one where I'm like, I was maybe thirteen or fourteen, and I'm like, holy shit, this is crazy. I love it. Mm. This is great. I um, yeah, that movie's also not for kids. Definitely. No, it's scary. Those little white things that shake yeah. their heads. Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, mostly it's like there's a lot of blood in that movie. Yes. Uh, Spirit Away. You seen? Yes. House Moving Castle. Uh, no. What? That's the best one. Not really, not the best one. Sorry, that's my favorite one. That's a Christian Bale one. Yeah, right? that's my fucking favorite. That's my favorite anime movie of all time ever. Top really? one favorite anime. Okay, movie. I'll have to see it. And yeah, then, um, I have not seen that one. And then uh, the wind rises. Uh, yes, I did see that one. Okay, so what were we saying? So uh, I, I remember I watched Spirit Away when it came out in like 2002 uh-huh. or whenever it came out in America, and being like, Jesus Christ, like this is what, what a great movie. And then I in, in college or sorry high school in high school I was like 15. I took Japanese um, in college in high school. Um, <laughs> Because <laughs> I also took Japanese in college. I'm getting confused with my own history. So I took Japanese in high school and college and forgot all of it. So I'm sorry, everyone. Or um, I'm sure you know some. Sumimasen. Excuse me. Um, and then... Um, so my apologies for not remembering my Japanese. There you and go. And then um, we watched Totoro in that class. It's like, a, it's like a, I don't want to teach. Let's watch fucking Totoro. And I'm like, this is a magical, fun little movie, isn't it? And then a friend of mine is like, hey, you know that guy uh, directed both those movies, Hayao Miyazaki? I'm like, what? what? And I watched all <laughs> of his movies, and that was great. Yeah, it's funny you say that, because in in high school, there was a art class that was made during, high sc- during my uh, high school years, and, and it was an anime class you could take. 
It was What's anime. This, like, a, like a for credit? Like a anime the class. It wasn't a club. It was a class. It was like an elective. It was like an art credit. You oh, could take. gosh. I can only. Oh, well, hopefully it was good because I can only imagine how awful it could be. But it was literally just. <laughs> Our teacher was like. At the time, you you know, you don't really think of your teachers as like stoners or anything, you know, but like looking back, it's like our teacher was probably the biggest stoner and she probably just let us like, like we just fucked around in that class, watched anime every day, drew little anime things that didn't mean anything. And it was just the best time. This is high school or college? High school. Oh, cool. Yeah. I love fun, stupid high school electives. Yeah. But um, yeah, I never took anything that out there, unfortunately. Yeah, it was. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, there were some interesting art teachers at my high school. There, I had this art teacher. It was a like a three D like ceramics teacher. Mm-hmm. She was probably, I mean, she must have been in her eighties, and she was real, you know, real meh, you know, sassy or yeah. And every time someone had a, like any kind of problem, she'd go, she'd do the little violin. She'd go. <laughs> like just like that wow screeching ah so much fun <laughs> uh, sorry listeners for that sound uh, oh high school what what uh like so when you were in high school were you a were you a film buff i realized i was in high school you you realized you were because like in high school i forget when it was it was before it was like before high school like when I was in middle school, yeah, middle school, I um my family somehow won a year supply of free movies from Hollywood Video, <laughs> and we drove that business into the ground. Hollywood Video is no longer exists because of us. We would go to Hollywood Video every Friday and rent like eight movies. Like we just take a huge Holy stack shit. and we just watch them. I would just watch them all. And then in high school, I realized you can take classes. We had a film studies class. Like you can take classes on film. Holy shit! I love movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like I watch them all the time, and you, like you know. And I started thinking about like that for more of a like, oh, this is something you can study, right? Because before I was always like, I always wanted to do is a little. Ever since I was six years old, I wanted to do computer graphics and VFX, uh-huh. and so I always knew that was a, that was a career path, and I was always working towards that. But I never really thought of film as anything more than just sort of like fun, right? And then I took film studies, and then that was a big deal. But yeah, so high school was like when I realized it was like. Like sophomore junior year of high school, I realized like, oh shit, I, I'm a movie guy. I love movies. Like, yeah, I, like I know a lot about movies. I, I watch movies all the time. I love movies. So I guess I'm a movie person. Also, because high school's a lot. Of, high school for me was a big time for me to figure out what the fuck I even like. Well, and I think for most people, that's high school is 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 the very beginning of. And I don't want to say oh who you're gonna be for the rest of your life, but there's a little bit of that there, just a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, the thing like for middle school, like I middle school sucked for me because like first of all, in terms of the, the way the classes worked, all my friends were not in the same class as me, so I was same. like just hanging out by myself all the time, which sucked. Um, and everyone else who was in my class were like the dumbest people. Oh yeah, they're fun middle school stories. Middle school stories. There was a fad going around with the other kids in my class. They would put ice and salt in their arms and purposely burn themselves because it was fun. That's the yeah. kind of idiots the the people that were in my class wow it's like oh man like you know so i was just like that quiet kid that would just draw bad drawings (laughs) well you know that was me too actually like sixth grade uh all my friends from from elementary school had all different classes Mm -hmm. and had a different lunch period so i quite literally never saw them 
And so it was, yeah, it was like that. It was like I had, I had to rebuild like these friendships from scratch. And a lot of the time, yeah, I just drew and, and you know, I was just the weird kid that drew. Yeah. And then, um, but like I had all these interests, but I didn't know what they were until high school when I could actually like specify them. It's like, oh man. I fucking love progressive rock. Oh, I fucking love movies and like things, yeah. very specific things. And then I realized like, oh, I do have a personality. It's just like now I know how to describe it. Yeah. And also, I don't know if it's this way for you, but high school was sort of right around the time I started watching like rated R movies. Like I actually, I, my parents were pretty like, don't watch rated R movies. You know what I mean? They were like the television around 12 and then they caved. Okay. See, for me, I think it was probably around 14 or so. And, like, once you open up that whole mm. gate of movies to watch, then you're like, oh, shit, I'm, like, watching films now. You know, like Taxi Driver. That was one of the, like, I saw that in high school, and I'm like, oh. Oh, yeah. Damn. Like, um, yeah, like, before, like, I started, like, when by high school, I, like, I have a list of movies that I, uh, you know, like, in high school, like, junior, sophomore, junior year, I... It's like I always kept hearing about these movies, and I actually started writing them down, which I still own that. I still have that same list, oh, okay. um, and I cross it off, and so it's like I can see all the, the old movies, like, and I would like watch like The Godfather and all these like re- the, all the classic movies that I'd never seen before, even before I started studying film, just to like you know because I was interested in them. Yeah, so that was fun. It's interesting, like, and my dad would be like, "Why are you watching Doctor Strange, Love? That's kind of weird." It's like I don't know. I want to watch all these old movies. Like he was like, I guess he was. I just remember being like him being kind of like, "It's like, oh look, he's he wants to watch real movies. Isn't that fun?" Yeah, yeah. Because before that, I would just rent like Wild Wild West or whatever the fuck Blockbuster had. The, yeah, fun the fun movie the the fun new quote, movies quote, fun movies right yeah like Tomb Raider. I told you that I. uh uh, I I saw Wild Wild West. It was me and my brother. We were in some town. I don't know. We were on some trip in some town, and we just had to kill some time. So we we saw Wild Wild West, and we were quite literally the only people in the entire theater. Well, yeah. And it's like, that, well, that makes sense because this movie. movie's bad. <laughs> anyway, um, what were we talking about? Oh yeah, uh, Miyazaki movies. Yeah. So yeah, watch them all. Just watch them all. Well, there's like a whole marathon going on at um, the NoHo Lamley, or oh. maybe every Lamley. Oh. Uh, so I I know I've been wanting to to catch some of those. A lot of I remember the Turner Classic Movies, which for high school me was hugely important because it was uncut movies on yeah. TV. Yeah. Uh, that you could just watch anytime, and they had a Miyazaki marathon. I watched. I caught a lot of oh, wow. his movies that way. It's always uh, it's always a bummer when you have a channel like that that's like really specialized, mm-hmm. and then they just slowly lose their their uh, you know I think their Turner, brand or whatever. Turner Classic Movies I think hasn't changed though still, which is great. Oh, is it still uncut movies? Yeah. Oh, that's they good. still just air whatever the fuck they want. I don't know how they. I don't know what they're how they're, they because they don't, they, have, they don't really have commercials. I don't know who someone they they, they must be like a. Byproduct of like the Academy or something, you know? Oh yeah. Or no, I guess it's Turner. Um, I don't know, but like, yeah, they they have commercials between movies, but like not really. Oh yeah. So I'm yeah. not sure how they make their money, but thank God they're still around. Yeah, they're like you PBS, know. Yes, I think in that I, way. I, I I guess I'm thinking of like um. Like Discovery Channel. Channels like yeah, like Discovery Channel or like TLC or like AMC. Even though AMC, I mean, I can't complain because you know they got good programs, but. 
What was AMC before? AMC before I I believe it was just movies. It was just old movies. It, it was a because the channel is American Movie Classics. Oh, AMC. I didn't know that was, that, oh. Yeah. Oh, so, that's well. Either way, they 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 kind of they were instrumental in kicking off the 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 cable prestige. Yeah. Thing the, right. The the cable sons, the cable renaissance. I mean, does HBO count as cable? You never know what HBO is. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't know, because that's like a whole thing, right? Where you got to pay for it, and yeah. Anyway, yeah. HBO has always been some kind of yeah. prestige thing. Anyway, the thing about that though, uh, what were we talking about? <laughs> well, okay. Oh so, right. Oh, actually, I was going to. So you you like that show, Hot Ones, right? Hot Ones. Yeah, we both watch it. We found out. Uh, well, I don't. I only watched the one. Without and Brown, did you watch that one? I watched that today. Yeah, yeah. Did, I thought it was interesting how he said that nine uh, eleven caused the Food Network to like explode. Yeah, that and is interesting. Because it exploded, they had to start making uh, reality TV. Yeah, which is kind of what you were saying, where they they got the bigger you get, the more audience you get, and then you have to start appealing to more audience, and then yeah. you start getting shittier shows. VH1, that's another one. VH1, well, MTV, MTV, like, MTV first. They and then stopped. VH1. Well, they stopped. Uh, MTV, I remember like 10 years ago, the news when MTV is like, we're no longer music television, where's MTV? Because music sucks. Right, yeah. History Channel, Discovery Channel, like they all go the way of that. But like, I, everyone's like, oh man, why did they sell out? Because they got, they want money. Like, I don't, like, I, it, it's a perfectly logical thing. It sucks, but it's logical. It's not like they like yeah. did this to spite you. And I think people don't quite understand how specific these kinds of things get. Everybody's one okay. Relating this back to movies, every there's a lot of people that are like, yeah, you know, including myself. I would say this all the time is, yeah, you know, I hope like Marvel or Star Wars, like I hope they, yeah, you know, they should take like a five year break after after this movie or that movie or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. But the thing is, is like when you're when you're in these like boardroom meetings at Disney or something, you're looking at like quarterly revenue. And you like if something's doing well, you're gonna be like, okay, we need to keep we need to keep this up because we need to keep our our quarterly numbers up, you know what I mean? And then if it's doing badly, oh, we got to replace it with something that's gonna bring up our quarterly numbers. Yeah. You can't just be like, hey, you know, from like an artist standpoint, I think we should just like take a break. Yeah, you know, like. It's not as simple as that. One of the things that Disney's actually a little notorious for is for taking things that do make profit but not as much profit as they want and being like, canceled. Oh, yeah. Which sucks for certain things, yeah. which I did like. Anyways, but... um, Well, like what? Like, well, I meant like those, like, for well, the one that uh, on the top of my head is like those Disney Infinity figurines. I really like the artistry that oh. went into them. I really like the kind of, what do you call it, like the design of those. That's right. And so I, um, and they canceled them because they were, uh, they weren't like a smash success. They were only like a mild success, but they might, they be, again, maybe they, they would like, they had the projections and the big graphs. And it's like eventually, like, the profits are going to keep tumbling and the, you know, by this point, I don't know. So, oh, yeah. I am not, you know, I'm not Bob Iger. I'm not in charge, so I, I can't see, but I just remember being like, oh, man. <laughs> I never really played that game. I just like those, just like the look of the things. I just like, I just liked, I didn't even like buy a lot of them. I bought like a couple of them. Right. But even the like stuff, it's like, oh, man, look at this cute like Jungle Book one. It's like, oh, that's really, I like the design. It's so appealing. Yeah. I just like seeing what new, what they would put through that filter. I don't know. I wish they would just continue them as a bunch of statues. People love those Funko things. 
Well, it's a cool idea. I thought it was a really cool idea. I thought there was maybe too many people doing it. Like that, that it was a fad that came and went. The toys to life thing because there it, was Nintendo doing it, and then the Skylanders. I think was Skylanders. The first. I think they all kind of fizzled. Nintendo yeah. still does it because theirs it doesn't support a specific game. Right, there supports everything, which is also kind of shitty in my opinion. That you can lock stuff behind goddamn stupid statues <laughs> that exist in the physical world, and you can't buy them well the, the funny thing about the nintendo ones is like they don't do much for the game uh, thankfully like, yet like thankfully i think they've i think nintendo hasn't has yet to really cross a line usually it's like hey you want like a dumb costume here you go and like that's, that's it. all it is yeah so, like, like i remember fine. i've only been given one amiibo and it was a mega man amiibo it's sitting right over there yeah i saw it but you you put it on the and it was given to me for I remember that friendship day. reasons. I remember that. Day. Yeah, and you looked confused. I was like, ah, okay. Uh, but <laughs> you know, you you scan it into the, your Wii U controller, and then I don't even know. Like it's like a time. It's like it it all it unlocks is like a CPU of Mega Man that does something that I don't even know what it is. Only in Smash Bros. Lost interest. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. So whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I, again, I understand why. Like you know, these are businesses that are made to make money. I mean, I hate the idea that a business has to comp- has to grow because you can't endeavor and growth is impossible. So oh, like totally. that kind of sucks. But um, and I you know correct me if I'm wrong. I I I know very little about this world, but like when you're sitting when your company goes public and you're and you have shareholders and stuff i imagine that's when it gets kind of crazy like shareholders that, right? meetings from what i understand based on based on transcripts i've read and just sort of general just what i imagine is like they're a lot like the town hall meetings from parks and rec except with people in business suits <laughs> just like these crazy people with bad ideas like some of the like i remember reading a couple of ones from disney and it's like people with like just like the most like just i remember one of them was like a little kid was like the microphone was like make cars three <laughs> Okay, uh, bye. Like this was like you know five years ago. It's just uh, like it's just, it's just silly. I don't know. Yeah, shareholders. And, and is there veto power with that kind of thing? I mean, uh, there I has the, to be. I don't know how I don't know how business works. There's boards yeah, and stuff. I, I, and, hey, for anybody in the business world out there, listening to for any Voyagers out there in the business world, why don't you uh, why don't you throw us a bone and give us a little uh, you know give us a little of that knowledge that knowledge from right? New Orleans. If we, ever, if we ever start a Filmtastic Voyage LTD. <gasps> or LLC. <laughs> Our own clothing line. Could, dude, Filmtastic Voyage clothes. There we go. It, must, it, just, it just sucks. <laughs> Only sucks. <laughs> um, With words on them, but you can't tell because you're wearing shoes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I you know okay. So another movie I saw recently, and and really it's like a fart in the wind after having seen Infinity War recently. You know, isn't uh, the miniseries about that? Everyone, yeah. If it's not, out, it's, probably, the, it's probably not out by the time this comes out. Actually, no, it'll be out later. Yeah. Um, but I saw a Quiet Place. Was it quiet? It was. Uh, it was quiet. Yeah. Was I mean, it quiet. Good. <laughs> Okay, here's the thing. I give it a passing grade. Ooh, like a C plus. Right? And uh, I I enjoyed seeing it. I don't need to see it again. And I don't think it was great. 
And that's my that's my thing. Okay. I thought it was cool that. Um, well, don't spoil too much. I will see it eventually. No, I won't. I won't spoil anything about it. But it was this. It was a kind of movie that just had some things where I'm like, well, that doesn't quite make sense. Um, like quite literally, something really bad happening next to somebody and them ignoring it, mm-hmm. and then it causing a bunch of bad stuff right after they ignore it, even though they're standing right next to it. That kind of thing. You know what I mean? But uh, what I thought was cool about it was it was directed by John Krasinski, and I think it's his first film. Yep. That's the guy that plays uh, the, uh, the the one guy in the office. Yeah, Jim from the office, and that <laughs> shitty lawyer from Detroit. That's right. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Fucking piece of shit. Um, Emily Blunt's in it. As his wife. His wife. And I hear they're already going to make a sequel to it. Yep. Well, it was a smash hit. So. So. Good for them. I'm very, you know, it's always good to see, you know, talented people have more talent than me. So that's always nice. Yeah. Um, do you, are you planning on seeing it? I'll probably see it on DVD in the same way I saw like Get Out and that kind of stuff. Okay. It just doesn't seem like a movie I really want to go to the theater for. Just it's, a sleeper, it's a sleeper hit. Because it seems like a movie that's got a lot of startles in it. I don't really want to watch this movie startles in the, on the big screen. It's, you know, I don't remember it having a lot of startles, to be honest. Oh, okay. Well, either way. it's and, on, I, I enjoy horror more personally. Although, it depends on the kind of horror. Because I saw a movie, speaking of the NoHo Lamley, I saw a movie that's technically you can consider a horror movie, though it's not scary at all. Um, it's called The Endless. Oh, Ooh. yeah. How was that? It's quite good. It's quite, I, quite very good. I remember you saying that was very good. But you have to remember, like, the. I was surprised, The my surprise, though, and I'm trying to spoil it, because I think everyone, I would heartily recommend this movie to everybody. Yeah. But you best best to go in without knowing what it's really about. Oh, okay. I mean, like... Because I haven't seen any trailers or anything Well, I can it. get, I can vague, like, you know, first five minutes kind of sure. setup I'll give you. But I will say that you, you also, it's best to go in with knowing what it is where it's like a cheap indie film i was a little i thought it would be a little more uh sort of not high budget a little more classy like polished glossy glossy than it was Uh. it's kind of like it's basically yeah it's like a it's like a bunch of actors uh, and they're doing stuff in the woods and that's it oh so it's like oh okay but it's actually it's very well well written well acted but it's basically these, it's about these two brothers who are played with these two dudes who like did everything. I watched in the credits they like did the cinematography and the editing. So this is like a real dire- indie. and they directed it and they're the stars and so and they, that's it. They wrote it too. I don't know. It's like a real know. indie flick. It's, huh? it's basically it's a little indie flick, yeah. But like it's it's told with like it's 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 super like inspiring because it's like these two guys just telling the story. They were like we want to tell this kind of story and they did. It. And it's like that's so nice to see that these two guys and everyone else involved kind of just making a movie that they want to make. Yeah, um, and I will say so. It's essentially it's about two brothers, and uh, they uh, and it's about uh, two brothers are like gonna are experiencing a Lovecraftian story. Oh, okay, gotcha. But like not in like the in like not in like a gothic way though. Yeah. So all right. Cool. Is it, it? I mean, is it still out? Is it, can I still it's, see this? Uh, I saw it a week ago at the NoHo Lamley, maybe two weeks ago. So you might still be there. Okay. Would check it out. Yeah. <laughs> I think it would be funny if if something like the NoHo Lamley is just has just been like caked over with Infinity War. 
It's every just poster on the ne- outside is Infinity War. Just out of necessity it, or whatever. Just out of sheer, you know, profitability. I like to imagine, like, you walk in, there's a guy with a big, like, wallpaper roller just rolling up, like, Infinity War wallpaper, just being like, yep. Because, <laughs> yeah, I mean, NoHo Lamley is the kind of place, it's an indie theater, right? It shows indie films. And it's the kind of place where I imagine there's there's regulars that go there that want to see indie films, you yeah. know, or foreign films, or you know, they don't want to see Infinity War. But I imagine someone just strolling up on a Friday. Oh, what's playing at the No Ho Lamley? And it's just Thanos's head. Just yeah. well, we saw Black Panther there. <laughs> yeah, that's so. yeah. I mean, that's the thing is a lot of these indie theaters, having worked at one, it's always usually a split between you know the the movies that are going to make you money and then the movies you have because you owe it to the yeah indie community. My favorite theater in Chicago, the Music Box Theater, would recommend everyone go there if you're in Chicago. Um they only had like th- two or three screens so they didn't really, I don't think they ever really showed big movies. They would always show um either indie art films or classics that they had prints of Mm. And they do they they do a lot of fun little like pro they do a lot of fun programming. It's like Sci Fi Week and they'll show like The Empire Strikes Back and Back to the Future and all these you know oh, yeah. classics on the big screen that you want to see. But then they'll show like you know some weird artsy drama that like right. that like that movie that came out where with like Rachel Weisz and uh, Rachel McAdams or Secret Lesbians that came out this week. Oh, I forget the name of that. Yeah, I just like that's like those kind of movies. So. Yeah, yeah. Secret lesbians. Yeah, there are a lot. Yeah, which is great. Hey, that's great. I really um, wish it was called the secret. It, you were. <laughs> yeah, but it's not. Oh well, I hear it's actually quite good though. Well, I mean, Rachel Weisz is uh, always amazing, and then who was the other person? Rachel McAdams. Oh yeah, also always amazing. Well, also always amazing. Pretty much, I'm pretty yeah. pretty pretty great and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, yeah. So everyone see the endless. Don't look. You know, it's not like there's not much to spoil, but it's more of a thing. It's just better to know the mystery. Go. You know, it's better to like let the mysteries unfurl. Okay. As you go in, because like, it's pretty easy to sort of summarize the movie, and then it's like you just you just know it's what you're in for. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Alex, for a little while, you would ask me these uh these kind of like philosophical oh like boy. you know loaded baked potato soup c- kind of questions you know what i mean they're that, just loaded is these, ba- these questions are just hold on is baked potato soup a, is baked potato soup a real thing oh have you not had baked potato soup i've had potato soup is like Fucking, baked pota- like you put probably, soup inside a baked potato no 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 it's a no it's it's diced up baked it's tomato potato. soup it's tomato soup not baked or uh, baked pota- potato pot- it's potato. I've always heard it called potato soup. Never baked potato soup. Maybe there's a difference. I no, always, no, no, no. Okay. It's just, it's just loaded potato soup. Okay, that's, that's the name. Okay, because I when you say baked potato <laughs> soup, I imagine you're just, you're just putting soup, putting you're ladling soup, soup into in a potato. The... And you... that should be a thing. That should be a thing. It's like a bread bowl, but potato. <laughs> I can picture that in like you know. Oh man, I want some Highland soup. Park or something. Sure, I don't know. Yeah. Why not? Mm, um. So anyways, I'm going to ask you a loaded baked potato question soup, and that's going to be the brand of this kind of question for me. Uh-huh. Now, if you, in in lieu of, in in lieu a of, movie lieu? in lieu of Infinity War coming out, mm-hmm. right? 
man, there's all these superhero team-ups, all these teams you can make. Mm-hmm. Now, if you were going to make an Avengers-esque movie, not like Infinity War, let's say the first Avengers, mm-hmm. and you had to team up, uh, you had to make a team of like six people, right? Not superheroes, but otherwise fictional or non-fictional characters. Like, for example, Oscar the Grouch and George Washington. If you were to make this team who would then be a superhero team who would you put on well they're already kind of making it but you know you got godzilla you got ultraman you got gundams and they all gotta fight you know (laughs) some sort of lovecraft monsters or something you know or king Ghidorah. okay oh king Ghidorah. i I don't know he's the villain though but they don't he's small potatoes you gotta fight like the 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 kaiju version of thanos like they're like galactus gotta fight galactus Galactus? Okay. Or something like that. Something big. But these have to be non-Marvel DC comic properties. I'm talking... This has to be like... Okay, I'm going to give you mine. Well, you, well Godzilla's not a DC property. I don't know what you're no, no, about. no. But you said Galactus. No, I'm just... Like Galactus. Like not, Galactus. Not Galactus, okay. but a Galactus-like interdimensional threat. Gotcha. So you're doing all monsters. All big things. Okay. Because like... Ultraman's like a robot or something, right? He's just a dude a in dude. a suit. He's a dude in a suit. Okay, a magic suit. Well, then you got Gundams and maybe even Gellions or something. I don't know. Have you ever taken a look at like all the different versions of Ultraman? Because there's like thirty plus costumes, and some of them are real dumb. No, but I have seen all of like thirty plus versions of Godzilla, and those are my favorite slideshows to go through. Oh yeah, just like people obsessing like, and this one he's got like five toes, but this one he's got different shaped teeth. <laughs> like it's like, oh wow, like like this one you can, they look the same, but they're not. I would love I would love for a super nerd to ask, you know, whatever creator or person who designed the 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 monster or whatever, ask them, hey, how come this Godzilla has like five toes, but then this Godzilla has four toes? Like what's the mythology behind that? And then the guy's just like we couldn't afford the fifth toe. Yeah, that's usually. I remember the actor <laughs> that plays Bubble Fett one time was like, "How come in this in episode three this year we're using like the EE three, but then like a senior using this this other rifle?" And the the actor's like, "Oh, it's a uh, it's classified. I can't tell you that." Because, but in reality, and then he's like, "I don't fucking know." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, well, on on hot ones, they were Michael B. Jordan was talking about Michael how B. Jordans he runs into super fans, and then that he. He that's where he gets kind of terrified where they'll be asking him comic stuff and he doesn't know it and he's like he just tries to find a way to get out of there. Yeah, that's the the trick. Yeah. Um and thankfully he's not a woman or else he'd be he'd not be he's not a real fan then, you know. What? Like that thing like you know you can't be a comic book fan and a girl cuz all these comic book fans are going to be like, "Oh yeah, well what's the first appearance of this person in some comic book?" and they'll be like, you know, and then like if you don't know the answer, they'll be like fake fan. Is that a well? I know there's like a bunch of sexism when it comes to. You don't. Fandom. That's like a famous version of sexism that women yeah. experience. Is sort of the uh, gatekeeping they say. And that oh, uh, yeah. It's like you can't be a real game, fan. Gamergate. Uh, that's not. I don't know what that's all about. To be fair, I do think there is a bit of gatekeeping. Oh, to be fair, real quick in that like. Uh. I like. I saw someone. They released. They announced a new Star Wars television show called Star Wars Resistance. Uh huh. And someone. I saw someone, on the internet. 
Well, rather, I saw someone on the internet post someone on the internet saying this, where it's like, man, this fucking Star Wars cartoon. Star Wars don't make cartoons. Star Wars don't make kids things. Star Wars are PG-13 movies. And like, Bullshit. You don't know anything <laughs> what you're talking about. You are, get the fuck out of the internet. That's like, that's the kind of gatekeeping I'm okay with. Like, if you can't yeah. complain about something else, you know what the fuck you're complaining about. Hey, everybody, before 2005, all Star Wars movies were rated PG. True fact. And there were two different cartoon <laughs> series, one about droids and one about Ewoks. That's right. Yeah, those 80s. Oh, yeah. The, the And those were for babies. Those were for babies. People, that's what boggles my mind about um, people getting so bent out of shape about like porgs and stuff. No one's really that bent out of shape about it. Not anymore. Yeah, but, I guess not. But, but like, like, I get what you're saying. No. But the whole thing, like people... There's so many people out there that have no concept of those like those Ewok movies mm-hmm. or um or the yeah the droids cartoon like there's 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 so many people out there that are complaining about Star Wars like you said being for adults but it's like dude no this was already a this was already a thing like way back when the the original movies were made yeah which is uh I don't know. So yeah, the only kind of gatekeeping is mostly the kind of if you have to if you're going to shit on something, have the facts straight so you can shit on them properly. Sure. And also, hey, you know, if you're going to clamor about people not knowing enough about your property, don't make it about don't make it about being a woman. Well, you know that's what I mean? because they're like, just they're innate, that's that's the way they are. They're innately assholes. Yeah, because that's shitty. Um, I like to think that our fine folks listening to this show know 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 that <laughs> we have nothing but the finest of, uh, yeah, of fans, yeah. good fans. So I was okay. So that question I asked you, I mean, that was like a real like. I was hoping that was going to be a barn burner. No, I want to you know see I mean? a fucking bunch of giant monsters do something cool. Because I'm, I see what I'm proposing is you get like George Washington, Oscar the Grouch. That's so random. Dexter from that bothers me. from that show Dexter. The randomness bothers me. Uh, that's what I'm saying though. Is like you're getting like you're getting a ragtag team of these people that would otherwise not be. You're asking me to think thematically honest. disparate, and I cannot do that. <laughs> I more than anything, I just love to see Dexter from the show Dexter in any kind of team setting because everybody else would be horrified. Yeah, I guess so. Would he also be with Godzilla or? Uh, that would be cool. Godzilla and Dexter. <laughs> yeah, sure. Now, is there like a like a like a superhero that's like or like not a superhero, like a uh, some sort of fantasy f- uh, sci-fi person that's like half the size of Godzilla or a quarter the size of Godzilla, so much so that he could ride Godzilla around oh, like a, like sure. a steed? Oh, I'm sure there's plenty of uh, half half size Godzillas out there. It also depends on which Godzilla. Are we talking the original Godzilla, who's like 50 meters tall? Are we talking like the reboot Godzilla, who's like 140 meters tall or whatever it is? I mean, technically, if we're talking classic King Kong, King Kong could ride Godzilla around. Because King Kong's not that... Compared to Godzilla... Godzilla is like three times as big as King Kong is. Yeah, that well, it depends. Not this new one. These new ones are gonna be the same size. Well, yeah, the the Kong. That's what I mean. The Kong Skull Island Island one is fucking ginormous. But the the I'm just talking about the original 1940s, 30s, 30s. King Kong. Mm-hmm. He was he was not that yeah. crazy. Big. Um, you know, I'd like to see a movie with a bunch of regular dudes and the Predator. That'd be fun. Like on a team? Yeah, they're a team up. It's a team up movies where you got a team of various 
They've it's, done that. It was called AVP. No, it's every different character that Arnold Schwarzenegger's played and then Predator. Oh, God. That'd be a team of movie worth seeing. Throw uh, Karate Kid Ralph Macchio in there, too. <laughs> for so some- you got John Matrix. You got whatever his last action hero. You got the Terminator. Uh, you got Predator for some reason. You got... Um, Ralph Macchio. You got Ralph Macchio, I guess. Um, from the From the Outsiders. That was like primo. He's going to be the one that dies to do like, he'll be the Coulson of the whole thing. Yeah. Um, what other Schwarzenegger movies? You got The Running Man, he'll be there. Um, you got uh, Gunther, even though I never saw that from Killing Gunther. I never, you know what I realized the other week? I fucking never seen, I even think about it. I've never seen True Lies. Oh. It's like, eh. Why haven't I not seen this one, James, the, la- the only James Cameron movie I haven't seen? Why the fuck have I never seen this movie? That was a James Cameron movie, huh? Yeah. It's I followed forgot. the T2 and a precursor to the Titanic back in the 90s where you made three movies in a decade. I It was a very casual... It, it's not a... No, but it seems like a fun movie. It's a fun movie. I should really watch yeah. it. It's a very 90s fun... It's just 90s fun. I've seen like a, see, I've seen like a good amount of Schwarzenegger action movies, not his comedy stuff so much, but like I've seen a lot of his action movies. Just uh, that one's just like always slipped my radar. I should probably add that to that list I mentioned. You never saw uh, what was it? Uh, the one where he's pregnant? No, uh, Junior. Haven't seen Twins. Haven't seen Junior. I just see Kindergarten Cop though, which <laughs> I find to be a totally confusing movie. You know, there is a sequel to that, right? Yeah, starring Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, that's the one I want to see. Fuck. I heard it. I don't. It look like uh, the problem with these bad movies. I always think they're going to be actually funny, and they're always just boring. Just bad, yeah. They're unfunny and boring, and it's drained me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. True Lies. That's another one. I I saw it on like TV, probably like you know TNT or USA Channel or something, and I don't know. It was a long time ago, and it was fun. Mm-hmm. A fearless, globe-trotting terrorist battling secret agent has his life turned upside down when he discovers his wife might be having an affair with a used car salesman while terrorists smuggle nuclear warheads into the United States. That sounds fun. From 1994. Also, um, I watched a video today where James Cameron answered sci-fi questions on Twitter. Uh-huh. Guy knows his stuff. Yeah, I remember him getting into hot, some hot water. Uh, well, not hot water, but there was hot some soup. There was some other interview that he had where he was talking about why Wonder Woman was not a a feminist figure. Uh, well, that's and just, why his his protagonists were. That's just him being him. Um, yeah. But like a lot of stuff was like, for example, in this interview, or he was like, and someone's like, "How come sci-fi has tractor beams? Like, why is that a thing?" And he's like, "Well, my movies don't." But scientists have invented this thing that is kind of like a tractor beam on like a really small scale. So it's like he like he reads science shit and he knows stuff. It's like very interesting. Oh yeah, no, he's a you know he's a dude. I think that I think he wakes up every day and he's like, I want to learn something new every day. And I want to yell at somebody. Factoid. I want to I want to le- learn some factoid. Learn some facts. Gonna make some films and I yell at, at least one person. <laughs> uh, but hey, he make he gets the results. Damn it. Yeah. I like his films. I like every every film I've seen of his. I can't say that any of his films are bad. He's never had a bad film. Yep. I can say that maybe there's some films that I like more than others. Uh, you know, I mean, this, for instance, True Lies, like, I don't know. 
It's fine. I haven't seen Piranha 2, so I can't say that for sure, but that, that doesn't really count. That's it's like, like his first movie. Piranha 2 is like when a band makes an album, the first album that doesn't yeah. has a different singer and like maybe like in like they don't know they don't know how to write lyrics yet. Like that's yeah. what that is. It's a director for hire yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, just going through his his uh his list because I'm I'm kind of curious. I, I sort of forget if I forget anything he's made. Piranha Part Two, The Spawning. Yeah, that was his first big one. Then the term. Oh, the Terminator was his second movie. I didn't know that. No, yeah, it was basically his big break. Wow, and then Aliens was his third movie. That's mm-hmm. a fucking great. That's he's a genius. Crazy. Man. That's he, like mastery. Uh, that's like immediate mastery, right? He's there. a fucking genius. Um. Martini Ranch Reach. I don't know what that is. The Abyss from uh, 1989. I remember watching The Abyss and thinking, oh, this must be from like 1999 or something because Ed Harris looks old in that movie <laughs> even though he's not. He's uh, he's still a young guy in that movie. But it, it, it it's like Ed Harris, and we've talked about this, Ed Harris has looked the same for... However long. There are some actors and people out there who just like never look young. Yeah. It's like once they reach 30, they just look old and they never, they never stop. <laughs> um, and like that's kind of good for like for some roles if you're an actor. Like, you know. Yeah. It depends. It's a tricky situation thing. Yeah. Um, I think The Abyss is probably his worst movie. I saw the, uh, only I saw the director's cut, which was very long winded. And I it's thought it was slow kind movie. of, not just slow, just very preachy and kind of bad. I remember by the end, by the end, it gets like super in your face about its message, and I'm like, let's calm down here. Oh, but that's the director's cut, so I don't know how the actual cut was. I don't remember hating it. I didn't hate it. I thought it was of his movies. I thought it was the least good. Interesting. I see. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I. I don't know if I agree with that. Supposedly, the sets of the abyss are still lying at the bottom of the ocean somewhere. <laughs> wow. Um, okay, so then after the abyss, he did Terminator Two. Uh, True Lies '94, um, Titanic '97, and then it was a long ass break. Oh wait, he did. He did. He, did, he basically shot a bunch of Titanic documentaries. Yeah, and while then, waiting for technology to catch up with what his ideas were, because he wanted to make Avatar in like '99, and everyone's like, "Well, in order to get the we don't the CG is not here yet, and in order to get yeah. it here, it's going to cost a billion dollars or something." And he's like, "Well, fuck, I'll go wait then." Yeah. Right. So okay, he did he directed one episode of Dark Angel called Freak Nation. Probably the pilot. Did you know here's something I learned actually, re, uh, quick aside. I learned that if you direct the pilot of a TV show, you get royalties for every episode. Seriously? Yeah, cuz you've like cuz you've set the tone. You set the the visual tone so you get wow. royalties for every episode. That's why a lot of shows have Steven Spielberg or Martin Scorsese or whatever, or some guest director direct the first episode, oh. the pilot episode, and then they just get that quiche. I can't believe that. That's, That's awesome. Insane. The DG, that, them DGA rules. That's crazy. Gotta get that quiche. That makes sense, though. I mean, honestly, that makes a lot of sense that people would do that. Then, yeah, I have because especially more recently in in TV, you you have uh, like Fincher does that. He's done that yeah, a couple like times. Mind Hunter and Mind Hunter, uh, House Game of Cards, House of Cards. Um, um, yeah, like you you see, it's not uncommon. Yeah. Wow. Get that quiche. Okay, so then he did Avatar. Avatar was, I thought Avatar was 2009, but I guess it's 2010? No, it's 2009. Why does this, this is wrong. That's wrong. Wow. That's like really wrong. 
Oh, but then here it says to that whatever. It's just wrong on his page. Okay, so yeah, he basically took a a twelve year break from movies, and he did Avatar. Which and now he's taking another twelve year break. And right. Do... Yeah. Well, not really. He's currently filming Avatar two right now. Yeah. All like what? All of them sequentially five, or something? Five of them. That's so I think it's. Insane. Let me recall. I believe it's Avatar two twenty twenty one twenty twenty. Was it twenty twenty? Uh. Well. Okay. So Avatar Hold two. On. Let me guess. I, I, I think okay. it's. Avatar 2 is 2020, Avatar 3, 2021, Avatar 4, 2023, Avatar 5, 2024. Am I wrong? No. What is it? No. It's uh, Avatar 2, 2021, Avatar 3, 2022, Avatar 4, 2025, Avatar 5, 2026. So I guess I'm not filming back to back. What the fuck? What I find kind of insane about that, honestly, dude, is like, obviously, this is going to be a bunch of money spent. On these movies. I mean, like, they, you could spend all the money you made from the first one, still make a profit. Ser- I guess so. I huh? mean, like, if you spent, that movie made two and a half billion dollars. If you spent a billion of that on making four Avatar movies, you still made a billion and a half dollars. I mean, could you just imagine? Or probably a billion, a quarter, whatever. Not saying this would happen because he's James Cameron and he directs good movies, but damn, dude, green lighting four sequels to something, uh, Without really knowing how it's gonna do. Well, the first one made again. The first one made so much money that I think like it's like again like. But I it's said, still it's, a it's sure but thing. it's it's a divisive movie though. Not, like it not, made not, it made a ton of money, but it's barely it's divisive to film people on the internet to like normal people. Everyone still thinks Avatar is f- a fun movie. I suppose it's not like mentioned much. It's not like a beloved movie, but everyone I don't think if you go to some random person on the street who's for sure seen Avatar, they'll probably be like, "Yeah, it was good," and okay. keep walking, you know. Like yeah, I guess so. Yeah, um, and then the in, the inform- it also helps that it was sort of a see the first big three D experience, and that will never be recaptured. Yeah, the informationalist, informationist. Mm-hmm. He's directing that, but ah, uh, that's probably a rumor. In the same way that he was he was directing Battle Angel Alita for a while. Oh, okay. That movie's coming out pretty soon, huh? I think it got pushed, didn't it? It got pushed out of summer. Yeah. Okay. Which is good, I think. I think it's one of the it's it's one of the weirder movies that belongs in the fall. Right. But the summer's so barren. I can't think of it like there's Ant Man and there's Jurassic Park th- uh and there's um uh Mission Impossible and I can't think I, I just really am it's wrecking a light, my brain. It's a light year. And really, uh I'm excited to see two of those and not as oh, excited and the to see one two. Of them. They all hopefully yeah. again. I hope every single movie that comes out's good. But no, sure, yeah, we can only hope, right? And I'll see all of them, but um, I don't know. Yeah, the more I see about Jurassic World, the the less interested I become. Well, dude, okay, so that trailer that was in front of Infinity War, it's looking like they're doing the <laughs> the Lost World thing. Like it looks like they're doing the Lost I World. Should, thing. I I was thinking the other day, and I've thought I've been thinking this since the second since Jurassic World came out. It should be called the Lost Park Jurassic World. It should be because they're. But did you have that feeling too watching that trailer? Because I'm like, wait, so there's dinosaurs in neighborhoods again now, and it's like this is the same as the other thing. I, I don't like. I just remember watching this new trailer. I'm just sort of like, this movie seems like it's packing a lot of stuff into something, and I don't know if they like. It's one of those things where. Like I hope the movie's good, but like this trailer's doing a bad job, bad job selling it. And there, yeah, and there's the whole thing where Chris Pratt jumps through the T Rex's mouth, and I, I, 
Well, it's weird. Like he's I, like I giggled a little. There's a little. Bit. There's a funny little like moment in the beginning where he's like, "I'm okay," and then like he jumps in the mouth. And it's action thing, and then it's like, a big disaster movie, and then it's a fucking horror movie. I'm like, "What is this movie?" Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. So we I shall see. Um, someone I remember. I remember seeing someone be like, "Man, wouldn't it be cool if like this movie ends and then it just becomes Planet of the Dinosaurs? <laughs> it's like Planet of the Apes with dinosaurs, like Dawn of the Planet of the Dinosaurs. That would be that'd be infinitely cool. more interesting than I. Th- Unfortunately, I think it would ruin." Jurassic, it would like it would kind of ruin Jurassic Park Good. the series, but oh. it would be awesome for a movie series to be Rise of the Planet of the Dinosaurs. Yeah, and then that's here's the thing. Okay, so it it this movie leaves off with Planet of the Dinosaurs, and then you know what happens is they make a deal with this giant floating gorilla head with hands, Andros to, to capture. A ragtag team of star jet fighters. Why though? Who are different animals? You know what? Actually, be Star cool? Fox. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't understand why it comes from. You know, be actually cool. So everyone's, um, you know, it's the future, the distant future, and everyone's fucking being eaten by dinosaurs, and uh-huh. they, 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 our heroes are their backs against the wall, and suddenly a big flash of light, and who steps in? Why? It's H. It's that guy from H. G. Wells. It's the time machine here to here to save you. <laughs> Guy Pierce? Yeah, well, whoever Guy Pierce played, whatever that guy's name was, I forget. Right. But have it be Guy Pierce. And then he also brought with him the un- the other main character from War of the Worlds. Um, and he Tom re- Cruise. Yeah, and to- well, not his like whatever that guy's character's name was. <laughs> and uh, then Jules Verne shows up with uh, Captain Nemo and that guy that went to the moon and the guy that went to the center of the earth, and we're all having a fun old timey. And that's your team up. Well, it's kind of League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, but less stupid. Dude, you just made your loaded baked potato soup question. That's the answer to your loaded. It's not the answer. It's a answer. <laughs> I still would rather go. see more giant monsters. So. Yeah. And then H.P. Lovecraft shows up and he's like, I know the secrets to the Cthulhu mythos. <laughs> it's first, like goosebumps. But first we got to <laughs> go to South uh, to, to, to Antarctica and we got to go to this, you know, there's a bunch of weird things going on there. Though. Yeah. Give it the goosebumps treatment where. Uh, yeah. Sure. Goosebumps. Speaking of which, changed the name of their their movie again. Last, I think, last episode, two episodes ago, episodes ago, I was like, "Man, that Goosebumps movie keeps changing the fucking name of the title." Now it's called Goosebumps Haunted Halloween. What was the name before? <laughs> so I think it was called Goosebumps Horrorland, and then Goosebumps Slappy's Revenge, and now it's Goosebumps Haunted Halloween. Get wow, choose a title, and I mean, hopefully they stick with this one. That's uh, why go through all that trouble. I don't know. I don't, it's always <laughs> for a movie that kids are not kids don't care. I I like that first one though. The, the first name? That, the go- first Goosebumps movie was like the first, like a, like a kid's 80s movie. Oh, no, it was great. No, what I mean is little kids don't give a shit about the name. Well, it's They'll whatever's... just see the movie. Slappy's Revenge is a bad name, so I'm glad they changed it. <laughs> Horrorland is a good name, but they might have written Horrorland out of the movie. So it makes sense. I think it would be funny. Slappy's Revenge, I think that would be my choice just because it's, it's, so, uh, it's so silly. It's, yeah. Um... Now are they? They're bringing back the cast. It I know they're bringing back Jack like. Black. Are they bringing back the rest? Oh no, maybe not. So Jack Black. They're not bringing back weird ghost kid, are they? No, it looks like new kids. New kids. Yeah, maybe they move again or something. Oh, is that that girl from Jumanji? I don't know. Still oh, you haven't, haven't seen, seen Jumanji. Still haven't seen that new movie. It's uh, yeah, yeah. Anyways, so what we're we looking at? So I um. I saw a weird movie also, one last movie I saw uh-huh. in recent recent times. Um, 
I saw I saw myself one of them Bollywood pictures. Oh, really? I saw myself a little movie called Bahubali. Huh. How was it? Uh, well, rather Bahubali Part One: The Beginning, and it was okay. Was it, was it called? Co- it was called Part One: The Beginning. No, it was called Bahubali: The Beginning, and it's also. Oh, okay. And then I had to watch Bahubali: The Conclusion eventually. Oh, uh, okay. Because I saw the Bahubali: The Conclusion I, in an Indian restaurant, and there was the climax of the movie. I'm like, what the fuck is this bonkers shit? I have to watch this movie. And so I watched the first part because I'm like, oh, gotta watch the first part. Yeah. And it's basically your typical Bollywood stuff. It's fun, but. Man, it's a two hours and forty minute long movie, and that they're last, very long. That, I know they're long, and you, but so that last one because it's part one of two, so it's not wrapping anything up. And that last forty minutes really took the wind out of me. <laughs> like I was pretty much with it until that last forty minutes, and then I was just like, "Oof!" And also because the last forty minutes really annoyed me because so the movie progresses in a normal kind of logical thing. It's basically it's like. Uh, Prince gets thrown to a river, picked up by a bunch of river folk, and then he grows up, and he, you know, it's like a Moses kind of story, and then he goes, and he, it gets kind of weird because he like some warrior, there's like a rebels trying yeah. to fight the evil, evil, evil king, and the rebels, one of the rebels drops their mask, which is perfectly sculpted into her face, and she's also the only girl, which <laughs> is a little, you know, whatever, uh, and like he's like, boy, this is a pretty looking mask. I want to fuck this lady. And so he climbs up this waterfall <laughs> just to do that. And then they have like a dance number and they totally fuck in like, you know, PG-13 <laughs> Indian way. And he's like, man, girl, you're so fine. Also, you belong to me now. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna take your assassination mission you got. I'm going to do it myself because I love you so much. It's like, okay, what? And then, um, and then he does some stuff and he like kills some people and like he rescues his mom that he doesn't know is his mom. And then he's like, why does this lady look so familiar? What's going on? And this old guy who looks a lot like, um, kind of like, uh, fuck. Mm, kind of like, he looks like, oh, like Ben Kingsley, except actually Indian. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, oh, this is your, your mom. Uh, your dad was this big, this really important guy. Let me tell you all about him. Cut to flashback for the last fucking 40 minutes of the fucking movie <laughs> where they cut back two generations to this guy's grandfather. Oh, my God. And his dad is a baby. And his dad is a baby growing up played by the same actor. Um, oh, wow. And then they had to fight a bunch of, like, weird, like, hill people for, like, half an hour. And it's, like, a big battle sequence, which is, like, you know, thrilling and all that stuff, I guess. But it's also because it has it comes out of nowhere and there's no stakes because we already know the ending. It's kind of stupid. Um <laughs> But it's also super confusing because, like, characters show up and then they're in the past played by themselves, but they look the same. And I'm like, ooh. So, so it's, so, yeah. And they look the same. So I'm like, who is, is this person someone new? Is it someone different? And, like, the explanation came and went way too fast. And, like, I missed <laughs> it because it's in Hindi. And I'm like, oh, shit. What the fuck's going on? Yeah. And so, like, because when you go, when you flash back that far, the logical series of events breaks down. I get really confused. <laughs> Because I'm like, who's the baby? Is he the baby? Like, is this that guy? Like, who's who? Like, it makes, yeah. like, eventually I kind of... <laughs> who's the baby? Like, eventually I figured it out, more or less, except for, like, two characters who I'm still, like, sure. Like, I'm not sure, like, like, is that the girl that died at the beginning? Or is this someone different than who? Well, mostly, like, I, I rather, I should say, I under, I, I like, ten minutes, by, ten minutes into the flashback, I understood who was who. Uh-huh. But I didn't understand what they were. I'm like, is this person the queen? Who is this person? <laughs> like, you know, I, I missed that one. They, they say one line and I missed it and I was so lost. It's like what, like they said, like what happened to the act of the other King? Did he die? He died. I forget what the fuck's happening. And then there's a dance number where uh, the main character dances with a bunch of women who come out of a, a bunch of rope. Yeah. 
and uh, it makes no sense. Okay, so I mean, we're talking Bollywood films, right? Not to say, but it is. It's a. It's entertaining. A very entertaining yeah. movie. But again, and like that, that, it was. It was too long. They, it, that again, the, the flashback sequence broke me. It took the wind out of my sails, and I was just lost. Like I was just like I was like kind of like oh geez, for the last forty minutes. Anyways, but that's the thing, man. It's like I've seen. I think I've seen maybe two or three in my lifetime mm-hmm. Bollywood films, and like. They've always been almost three hours, like pushing three hours. They've always been really, um, like really, I don't want to say like um, slapstick or like comic, but like very like loud and fast and like crazy. They're the thing, right? That, yeah, it's like super, it's like maximum, it's like maximum it's entertainment. Maximum entertainment. And like, uh, I remember I saw one with, uh, um, this Indian coworker of mine, he's like, "Hey, you should see this movie, uh, Chani Chuck to China." I apologize if I'm saying that wrong. Chani Chani Chuck to China, yeah. Okay, so it was in 2009. We went to this. Uh, we went to this theater, jam packed. You know, all Indian audience, right? I was like the only white dude in there, which is fine. But man, like th- we watched this movie and the audience was just going crazy for it the whole time. Yeah, that's you know awesome. what I mean. And at first, I was like, I don't get, I don't get what's going on. I don't get why this is so good. Did but it have by subtitles? the end of the what? Did it have subtitles? It did, yeah. But by the end of the movie, I'm like, dude, that was like, like two hours and fifty minutes of just pure like crazy ass fun. Yeah, like just so all over the place. Like sometimes it was really serious. Sometimes it was just really crazy. Like, like I don't know. It was. It's like they. It, it's like they try to jam every kind of movie into one movie. Yeah, the only other Indian movie, uh, Bollywood movie I've seen, because Indian cinema and Bollywood cinema are kind of different. You have to make a distinction, I suppose. Um, is uh, Diwali something something or other? I can't remember the rest of it because it's in Hindi, uh-huh. or I hope it's Hindi. I'm sorry, everyone. Um, but that movie's fucking amazing. That was like that's a three hour long movie that was just a like fucking a riotous fun time the whole way through. Yeah. Um, and so this movie, like I said, like I would have had a lot more fun if they didn't like do a really. I I I think. But I this was, this was a Bollywood film. This is a Bollywood film because okay. there was also random musical numbers right. and stuff. Also, they, there's like. This is kind of weird, but there's a musical number where like the main character like prettifies his other the other the female lead. Uh-huh. Like he like like puts makeup on her and stuff. And like when she's all finished, she's like a white person. Oh, that's it's weird. Because when she's normally more Indian looking, and then like yeah. during the sequence, she's like super pale. I'm like, uh-huh. huh. <laughs> but I mean, like you know, I guess that's what you know they want. Did it end with? Because uh, I know with this movie, I'm talking about like the main character protagonist. During the credits, he's rapping a song too. Oh, I didn't stick and, through the credits. And apparently, this guy, um, he uh, he's like just a, a huge deal in Bollywood. Mm-hmm. It just like one of the biggest celebrities ever. Just everybody loves and adores him. I don't know. Um, I, I I don't remember his name. Well, the main but, character of the the main actor of the movie I saw has one name, so I'm sure he's a big, pretty big deal. Okay. Um, and I think in the way Bollywood works, and everyone, anyone familiar, please correct me if I'm wrong. But I recall learning because I 
learn. I did a not a course, but a, a segment of a course on world world cinematic history on Bollywood. So, uh-huh. but I think like they have Bollywood actors, and then the singers dub their voice, and the singers are like an equally famous but different aspect of the movies. Oh, okay. And usually they're like paired together, like yeah, in that kind of way. Makes... Maybe I'm making that up, but I recall hearing that. And it's all very, it's like, it's a fascinating industry. And it's like, it's the biggest film industry in the world. And it's, they make really, really fun shit. Is it really the biggest film industry in the I world? I think it is. Maybe just by, by like, by minutes produced. I by think. volume. Um, yeah. That's, that's, that would be an interesting thing to find out. Cause I would have just assumed that the U.S. had the biggest. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm. But Maybe but I don't know. That would make sense, though. I mean, there are. I mean, there is a, a huge market for it, and uh, I, there's a ton of them. Too. Yeah. Um. The one thing. Is, so yeah. And my movie, the movie I saw actually had some pretty decent VFX too, which is always very nice to see. I mean, like uh, there's yeah. a, a, a pick and choose. They had very nice, like good, like vibe, like, good, like vistas and environments. But then the character would like jump off a horse and looks really awful. So it depends. <laughs> um. Again, the only thing, like, I would have enjoyed the movie a lot better if I hadn't done that flashback. Not necessarily because, like, I couldn't tell who was who because, again, I was thrown a bit, but I eventually figured it out. But mostly just because I think to cut to a flashback, you know, two hours into your movie, I feel is a bit of a cardinal sin of, of storytelling. Well, it's very, you know, uh, non-conventional of them, huh? Maybe, maybe a little bit Nolan-ish, a little Nolan approach. You know, do uh, some non-linear well, shit Nolan in there. Would cut through. Bear- no, I know he doesn't cut I all know. at once. I just like that. Like that bothered me on like a spiritual level. Right. Yeah. I was like, okay, we're doing like a flashback. Okay, this flashback's still going. Is this the rest? Of- this is the rest of the movie. <laughs> well, that's the yeah. It's like you can you can play around with format with movies, but it still needs to flow like a movie should. And then right? much like, or sorry, uh, but then it ends on a fucking cliffhanger, man. Where the main character's like, man, like old old Ben Kingsley guy who killed my father, and it was like, I did, and it was like, dun dun dun, see you next year. Yeah, when I watched the conclusion. Now I think I might have mentioned the reason I wanted to watch the second the second one. The reason I was, the second one, the reason I wanted to watch both these movies is because in the second one they get a bunch of of uh, soldiers and shields to, to, to form a ball, and they sh- they they put them onto a, oh. a, a pine a, a palm tree, and they fling them over a city wall. I remember you mentioning and that. That's yeah. like holy shit. So I'm waiting on that. Yeah. So I'll see that part eventually. <laughs> so it's Jeez. not like again, like it's not like a bad movie. No, at all. In fact, I don't like if you if you think I think it's a bad movie. I don't know where you got that from. I just I was bothered by that part. I've been a lot of the my confusions on me. Sure. Yeah. Um, just no. because again, I missed like I was like looking away at the screen or something. I missed the important subtitle that said what the fuck happened to the main character's grandfather <laughs> or whatever, and that's like a big hole that I missed. Yeah. No, but I mean, honestly, dude, Bollywood movies are always fun. Yeah, I, I think I mentioned uh, a long, long while ago about how there was some bug movie where a guy turns into a bug, and it's just like two, two hours and whatever fifty minutes of this. The metamorphosis, dude. Just, no, just him flying around as a bug, and he's like talking to people and like fixing situations <laughs> and stuff, and he falls in love with oh somebody. And he, like, yeah, is it? Like is he a guy in a bug costume or is no he like no no he's like, he's a little CG bug he's a little oh, little CG bug thing I mean, you've you've probably seen clips of the Bollywood Terminator movie right no oh you haven't it's no. like oh there's a part like it's like a guy in like a silver suit and he's got like sunglasses and like 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 a like a like a, like a kind of like a pompadour I guess sort of uh-huh. like very nice like slick back hair and he's like a robot and at one point in the movie the only clip I've seen um, is 
somehow a hundred of him exist and they turn to a giant they all combine they all like grab hands and turn to a giant human shaped version <laughs> of him but they're all it's made of individual hymns wow that's always fun and it's stomping around and then it turns to like a big ball and it like shoots various robots around it's ridiculous that sounds very familiar but I don't think I've seen it. I haven't seen the movie, but I've seen the clips, and I will watch that movie eventually, I hope. <laughs> I think it's on Netflix. Netflix is a pretty robust Bollywood selection. Oh, yeah? Wow. Well, damn, So, yeah, dude. everyone, if you're looking for, like, a, if you're looking just for, like, baby's first Bollywood movie or whatever, I mean, I've only seen, like, two of them, so I guess this is a pretty good one to start with. All right. The one I mentioned, the first one from the 90s, whose name I can't remember, Diwali something or other. It's like Diwali does something. Did, did, I can't. I don't want to. It's all um, right. That one is great. I would recommend. That one was a smash hit. And that was on like, that was in the, I think that movie was like in theaters for like a decade. Because that's, that's how it works in Bollywood. Is that like if a movie's popular, we'll just, they won't stop playing it. Who's going to the same movie for 10 years? I don't know. Holy shit. Apparently, and I'm, I don't know if this is the right movie, but there was a movie in the, and I think it was Cholet in the 70s that was such a smash hit that it was like a cultural phenomenon that people would like use as like a marker for time. Like, oh yeah, that event, it was like two years after Cholet came out and like that kind of stuff. Like it was such a huge thing. And apparently like, I don't know if this is the same movie, but there was some other Bollywood movie. Maybe that, maybe it was Cholet, maybe it was something else. Where there was a character that was so popular, it became a literal god. <laughs> like wow. people started to worship it. That's crazy. So maybe, I don't know, this is all hearsay. I'm, I'm not an expert, but um, the the time thing I learned from someone who was a Bollywood expert, but I don't have a source on where they oh, learned okay. it. And the other thing I just heard through the grapevine. But yeah. uh, Bollywood's a fascinating thing. I'd love to see more. Yeah. No, it's always a fun, it's always a fun time. Yeah. I, I, uh, yeah, definitely. Me too. Well, Mike, have you seen any 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 last minute movies you've seen? Any last minute discussions? You what, did you, what was your team? Oh, well, like Cabin Crunch. Just and... off the off the fly. I mean, I'm thinking George Washington is the leader. Why George Washington? Because you know he's got the credentials for it. Uh, and then uh, Oscar the Grouch, because you need someone that's gonna stab below. You know, he's gonna hit. He's gonna punch below the belt. Is what I'm saying, uh-huh. right? He's gonna go in. He's gonna you know, let's say a Thanos-like figure is trying to get the gauntlet. Oscar Lerouch just comes and kicks him in the dick, and then he goes down. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dexter, because I want like the team foil. I want someone on the inside that's like, "Hey, this guy's like a, a forensics ep- expert, but why do our team members keep dying?" You know what I mean? And then that, and then like by the end of Doesn't season, only really kill beat bad bad people though. Well, yeah. Why would he kill team members? I guess yeah, I guess so. I just want <laughs> I just want the creepy guy. I want the creepy guy in the corner, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see who else. Maybe Dexter from Dexter's Lab because he needs someone to build uh, the Q robots and stuff. And that way, when George Washington's like Dexter, the two of them are like, huh? And then it's hilarity every time. <laughs> uh, like a joke has to be in this if it's a movie. That movie at least four or five times. <laughs> Um, Murder She Wrote lady, the the lady from Murder She Wrote, because she's like the the detective. Uh, what? What's wrong with her? I don't know. I'm trying. To, You've well, seen Murder She Wrote. You know think, what I'm talking what's about. What's the actress's name? Angela Lansbury. Yeah. So yeah. Um. Oh, who else? 
So you need one more to get your six people Avenger team. Yeah, I need I need one more. Uh, the Trix Rabbit, because why the fuck not? The tr- <laughs> I guess you need like a magical character, right? You uh, need like, like yeah. a like a. The Trix Rabbit's not magic. He's just a fucking. Bunny. He's an addict. No, yeah, I, I don't true. want. I don't want the Trix Rabbit. Well, is he though? We can never get the Trix. How can you He's be addicted a- to something you can't even get? Those kids are saving his life. All right. Yeah. <laughs> he. <laughs> what an interesting wrinkle. The- <laughs> oh. I'd want Oprah from A Wrinkle in Time. Oh, because okay. she's plenty magic. Yeah, she is like magic. And her and George Washington are always fighting because they're both leader figures, and they're always squabbling over what the team should do. He's saying, "Hey, we should flank them from the sides," and she's like, "No, we should turn into lettuce and fly." And that's well, that's not she didn't do that. Well, no, but you know, it's always her idea. <laughs> and that's my. T- and they call themselves the the midnight the part timers the part timers <laughs> yeah there you go would you watch I'd like any every superhero I'd love to see a superhero group called the part timers <laughs> <laughs> it's like hey it's, uh, evil's afoot we'll get around to it eventually yeah well I'm busy today sorry guys uh, I'm not on the schedule got to rearrange the garage it's a whole thing. <laughs> My, I just like they keep cutting my hours. Just keep cutting my hours. I don't know what the deal is. <laughs> they're the yeah, they're a superhero team that's employed part time, and it's right below the mark where you can qualify for health insurance. Yeah, and their boss is uh, Zordon from Power Rangers. Yeah, yeah. All right, Alex. I'm all voyaged out. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, man. Much like Leif Erikson. That's right, and Bjarni Harrelson before him. <laughs> <laughs> and you know Magellan and all those people. Magellan, yeah. He he didn't achieve. He died in like the Philippines, right? He didn't get around the globe. Or am I making that? Am I missing? Am I mixing things up? I you know I'm not much of a Magellan guy. I don't know much about Magellan. You know, I forget who did what. Me too. In terms, because it's been forever about learning about the explorers. Yeah. The uh... all those these voyagers, you know. <laughs> See, I don't know, man. I don't know if they were really explorers more as exploiters, but... Well, some people like... That's a whole different conversation. Wasn't Magellan just trying to get around the world? Or was he trying to exploit people? I don't remember his thing. I don't I don't quite remember. I just know that, like, a lot of that history we learned, like, in elementary and, or you know, K through 12 history... Sort of painted people a certain way. More like K through six for me. Like by middle school, we were kind of, I was like, my teachers were like, hey, history's kind of dark. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Like we didn't like, no, actually in sixth grade, we learned about the Native American genocide. So. Right. Mostly like for like K through third, I think. I think because by fourth grade we were learning we were full like fourth and fifth grade especially we were full blown hey slavery hey genocide yeah that's true yeah same here and then going to high school back into like American history we were like the Frothing Fathers were you know a rowdy bunch and like some of them were assholes and some of them had good ideas but like you know and everyone had slaves and right yeah a little more nuanced view of the world and it kind of annoyed me I told my my mom is a she teaches well she teaches preschool so she's not gonna teach history anyways but I'm like you better not. You better teach the facts, oh. these kids. <laughs> hey, kids, you're five years old, huh? Well, the world's dark, 
and you're going to learn about it. I don't know. I think it's worse to sugarcoat history for kids than it is to not tell mm. them the truth. I kind of feel like you need to do that. But I, like, I, I feel know. like you need to sort of baby step it into the... You should baby step. You shouldn't go full blown into the horrors and stuff, but you should also preface this is christopher columbus he was a bad person instead of being like look at the fun explorer christopher columbus let's celebrate his life you know what i compare it to and i i'm gonna say this real quick because i feel like uh we're getting a bit long in the tooth with Mm. this episode (laughs) but it's sort of like okay let's say you let's say you're vegan or something right Mm mm-hmm do you feel like you should give your kid a vegan diet? No, I shouldn't. They should choose for themselves. That's what I mean. I, and I guess history is not the same. But like, but I guess what I mean is like, yeah, I would never start someone off with that kind of like food ideology. And with history, I feel like, okay, maybe you should teach someone to love society first before you start pointing out the problems with society. That's yeah, that's a good point. But at the same time, Christopher Columbus is Oh yeah, he's a, You should you should say this is a Christopher Columbus. He founded the new world kind of sort of And also he didn't believe it. the world was flat. Nobody did. That's a myth. No, that's all bullshit. Yeah. That teaching the correct thing and also he got to America and then he kind of he was a bad person. Like you know. Yeah. In so yeah. many ways. But don't get into it yet. Don't go into it. But yeah. it's basically saying he did this and he discovered America or whatever, but he's not worth celebrating. Right. That's yeah. how they should change it to Indigenous People's Days. And I'm so I'm super happy about that. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Still don't get the day off, though. Not for me. Nope. Me neither. No. <laughs> but hey, if you get the day off, why don't you fill it with, uh, you know, our back catalog of the Filmtastic Voyages, which you can find at FilmtasticVoyage.com, and you can reach us at FilmtasticVoyage at gmail.com or FilmtasticVoyage on Facebook and basically those two places. That's right. Hey, are you taking a trip across the country? Are you taking a rocket ship to the moon? Summer vacations are starting. Listen, astronauts, you going to the moon right now? Turn on some Filmtastic Voyage and, uh, you know, marathon that shit. Uh, hey, NASA, <laughs> just play it over the open airways on Mars. We are a part of a bigger podcast network, the Let Me Listen Podcast The most network. ambitious cro- uh, podcast network crossover. <laughs> it's... <laughs> <laughs> yes it's a crossover of podcasts or a network uh the let me listen podcast network you can find us on soundcloud itunes leave some comments leave some ratings tell your friends about all uh, about all the podcasts on the let me listen podcast network don't tell us about your friends all right unless you have fun stories that's right i like, um, I like fun stories Leave some comments, all right? I need something to chew on. Uh, We're going to see you next time. Actually, we won't see you. You're going to hear us next time on the Filmtastic Voice. We don't even know if anyone listens to this. (laughs) Hello, hello. Hello. Bye, 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 bye.